Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things to do, and that is what we That's why I love There you have it. You have an insightful sermon. So, today's someone walk faith and enterprise or shortly just we can just do faith for enterprise development faith for enterprise development faith for enterprise development faith for enterprise development amen faith for enterprise development all right so um generally africans understand um faith for healing you know we understand faith for the move of the power of god physically understand faith for instant provision, you know, miracle breakthrough, miracle job, miracle lost band, miracle children, right? Understand faith for those. We, we, we have, we've learned faith as what gives us instant results, right? Faith for now. We won't say faith is now. Okay. So we know that part, right? But when it comes to building an, 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 an organization, or building a nation, building a business, running with vision, you need faith that's beyond faith for now to understand how faith works long term. You need to understand how faith, how you can build a structure, how you can build your life, God's callings for you, the visions, the assignment, the prophecies, all right, over a long time. The faith in that case <laughs> operates differently from the faith that says, give me now. Okay, so if we don't, I feel like Africa has missed in this part because we've not seen faith in this, in this viewpoint, you know. And until we begin to think about how faith works for building countries, building businesses, building structures, okay, we might not get the best development our country deserves, all right? Something, something is different in the way we, under, we, we understood Christianity from how, you know, the earlier, you know, the, 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 those that brought it here see it, all right? Because those that brought it here, they use their, their, their own develop their society. So perhaps they're wondering what is wrong with the version of Christianity that we received here. Okay? If we are religious people, because even, even, among, even among Muslim nations, we see the typical Muslim countries. Yeah? We see the Emirates. We see Saudi Arabia and all that. Yeah, they have their issues, right? But you can see development. So what is, what is it about our own religion that has not worked to produce development? Okay? Something is wrong, but now we have received it. Okay? So you must understand that any faith... Any idea of Christianity that makes total, total response for your outcomes is a fake Christianity. Any faith that, that, that makes everything in your life up to God is fake faith. Any grace that acts everything in your life in God's hand is fake grace. Okay? The real grace, the real faith is partnership between man and God. If it's only up to God, that faith will not work. All right? So we have to understand how faith works. When, people say, when someone says, um, um, if it is his will, I'll prosper, you will not prosper. It's not a curse. Okay? 
And put status. You know, it's, it's, see, when we, we have to tell ourselves the, the, the truth, even when it's hard. Okay? If you keep waiting that I will break through, that person will not break through. It's not a cause, but it's just the way life works. Okay? Let's understand how faith works. There are some people today waiting for their miracle phone call. Pastor told you this week, miracle phone call. And your own life, <laughs> you, t- you took it as don't do anything, don't make the moves, don't pursue the connect, wait for a miracle phone call. <laughs> Glory to God. He waits and meet Christ. Alright? So we have to think about being to understand how faith works for building enterprises. So we must understand first that the faith that works is worked. The faith that works is worked. You've got to work it. You've got to work it. Alright? So again, let's go back to Paul. First Corinthians 15.10. This, this part should, be in your, should have been formatted into your brain right now. First Corinthians 15.10. That says, by grace of God, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. So Paul is saying, yes, I was graced, but I also outworked everybody else. And this force is so vital that, yes, I was graced, but I outworked everybody else. I outworked everybody else. So if your faith will work, You've got to walk. If your faith will walk, you have got to walk your faith. There is no faith that works without man impute. Okay, even the salvation we had, somebody walked it. Christ walked it. So there is no faith that works without work. Faith without works is what is dead, impotent, unprofitable. All right, grace without work is dead. Dead grace is not profit anything. Okay, so you must begin to understand the partnership of grace and work. Faith and work. That whatever is going to work is made to work. A good home is not random. A good home is built. Okay, it's worked. All right. So on this part of the world, in this part of 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 creation, the earth is a work zone. Our real children. Of course, we have breaks, we have retirements and all that. But you know, even at then, at that we are still working on purpose, right? So it's until we get to heaven that work stops. As far as, as we are here, this is a work zone. So any grace that will work here must be put to work. This is what it means. It means that you cannot be waiting for breakthrough. That's my point again. You've got to get up in the morning and, yes, yes, you don't have a job. Nobody's employed. That's fine. What are you, CEO of your life, doing today? What is your, what is, what is your CEO? What is your role in your life today? What are you doing today that is profitable? Yes, you have no job. That's fine. You understand that. But what are you, as your own CEO, that employed yourself? What are you doing today? What is on to-do list? Are you studying, learning a skill, or you're just there browsing Twitter waiting for a breakthrough? Glory to God. Someone, someone built Twitter. Somebody worked it. Somebody built. Some people are working it to maintain it. But if your your own work is just to reach through and do nothing profitable, what a waste! All right, this is important. So yeah, going further in this conversation, um, another work must learn to do. There's work that's, that's working to build your skills, on your skills, you know, package your skills. There's also the work that you must learn. The work of knowing how to sell your skills. Someone will say, Pastor, you said this last week. Yes, let me say it again. You have to learn the work of selling your skills. You know, some part, that's, that's the idea. That build it and people will come. Really? Build it and people will come. For example, if you build the product, people will come and use it. That's very naive. Very naive. If we just do it well, 
people will come and no 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 people that people you have to sell your products it's not enough to just build it and package it you've got to learn how to market and sell it okay because we're in a world where people have different options people are distracted so if your own product will be seen it's you that will make it seen is you that will still sell it. So we said last week, Matthew 5, 13 to 16, that you know, we don't put on, we don't put on a, a, a lamp and put it under the table. No, no, no. We put the lamp outside for the world to see. So you've got to know how to shine the light on your, on your, on your work, on your services, on your products. All right? You've got to know how to sell. Okay? Don't just say, if I build it, people will come. No. Whatever sells, people sell it. Awesome. So when you have your, your business, your, your, your ideas, you've got to learn how to sell. Even church. You know, the way we think that if we pray enough, that we'll break through in numbers. <laughs> you would think you're the only one that is praying in this country. All right? You think you're the church in Lagos, you're the church on your street. No, 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 no. You have got to learn how to sell. How to make people aware of what you offer at church. People have to see what we are about. And it's deliberate effort. So I feel many times, you know, that the problem of the church is not, it's not really grace. It's, not grace. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's even prayer. Maybe, yes, yeah, maybe there may be a prayer problem, right? But I think we have more of a, of a wisdom problem. We have more of a wisdom. We act, we act as though as though we are already in heaven. We, want, we, we don't understand how to live in heaven, how to sit in heaven and live on earth. Yeah. We don't understand how to sit in heaven and live on earth. On the earth, you have to operate physical processes. The, stru- the, stru- the available structures to get the result you want. All right? So whatever is going to work is meant to work. Whatever sells is sold. So we've got to learn how to build, not, not just to build, but also to sell what we build. Because people have different options and people are very distracted. Okay? You've got to learn how to put your products at the top of people's minds, your services at the top of their minds. All right? It, it even works even in offices. You have to find out to make your boss know what you are doing. You have to find a way of subtly letting them know what you are doing. Some people work so hard, other people take the grade for the work. Because they think all the other just need to do just work hard to succeed. No. You've got to learn how to do the right work. And you know, do the right work the right way. In a way that your, your, your output, your output is seen. Not as someone just takes the grade for work and like, eh, I'm just, I just like doing my job. No, 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 no. You are, you are caught with a profitable. So your work must be seen. Must find a way to let people ahead of you know the work you are putting in. All right. Otherwise, people just labor in vain and they don't rise that way. Okay, it's very important. You must learn how these things operate. Okay, to so find a way to let your your output be seen by people that matter. Okay, so we've got to learn how to compel people to come. You know, it's very important. Not just saying if I build it, they will come. You must learn how to compel them to come. Compel them. You know. In uh, why Christ give that story, you know, um, look, look for 23, look for 23, look for 23, look for 23, look for 23. So the master told the servants, go out into the roads and country lanes and compel them to come so that my house will be full. Okay? He didn't say, you know, don't worry, my house is fine, they will come. You know, he said, no, 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 go out into the streets, into the corners everywhere, and compel them to come. You see, he didn't just say, just, just announce to them. He said, no, you must be casual, you must be convincing, you must 
compelled them, like almost dragged them to come. That shows the aggression that purpose requires. Okay? The kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violence takes it by force. Sometimes that force is not, not just prayer. That force is, you know, thinking with your brain and creating solutions. Okay? So even salvation, that is the biggest product ever, ever, ever developed. The biggest and best product ever developed. Even heaven, you know, heaven is the biggest, finest tourist destination, not tourist now, but tourist destination, finest destination ever. It's the finest place anybody can hope to be, heaven. Okay? So even heaven with all its glory, and with, with salvation's benefit and glory, Christ told us to go and sell it. Compel them to come. Evangelize to them. Don't just say, ah, salvation is so great, and people will not come. They must come. No, no, no. no. We are, he told us to go and sell the market. So, no matter how good your product is, you must learn to still sell your product. That's profitable work. Okay? Profitable work. Faith work is also in learning how to sell your product. You know, even Google is still advertising. Google is advertising on TV, on billboards. Google. You'll be wondering, but everybody knows Google. Why are they advertising? Because they understand that you have to be at the top of people's minds. Okay? Coca-Cola, they still do adverts. MTN, still doing adverts. But you, with your small business, you are somewhere winking in the dark. Hoping somebody will see your wink. Now, just imagine yourself, put off your light in your room and you are winking. I want people to see your wink. That is how some of us are. Okay? You have such a fantastic idea, but nobody knows. Okay? It's important. So, selected people who don't know how to sell will serve people less talent that know how to sell. Take it again. Talented people who don't know how to sell will serve people with less talent that know how to sell. Okay? Because the one who brings in the bag is the one who leads. This is so important. The one that brings in the money is the one who calls the shots. So with all your talent, you must add knowledge how to sell to it. It's very important. I've heard about Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's. <laughs> okay. He wasn't the founder, but he called himself the founder of McDonald's. So this is the story. So um, the, the, two, the, two, the two McDonald's, you know, the two brothers that own McDonald's, they had built a fantastic business. Okay? They had built a fantastic business. In fact, they introduced assembly line. You know, assembly line, assembly line approach to fast food business. Such that, you know, different workers, they'll just, you know, someone will do this, do that, do that, and, and by the end of the line, the fast food is prepared. So, you know, they achieved speed and efficiency in their service delivery. Okay, so people sort of sitting, because then people come and sit down for a long time before, you know, their meals, whatever they bought, the fast food is served. Okay, they will wait and all that. But in McDonald's case, it was prepared very fast. So people would just come, queue, buy their goods, buy their food, and go very fast. So, you know, when, when Ray Kroc, you know, met McDonald's, the two McDonald's that owned the McDonald's business, was immediately starstruck by what they had built 
It was fantastic. Okay? But much more than that, he, you know, he, he, he saw what the place could become. So at that point, it, for, you know, there are, different, there are different stories, okay? There are different counter stories of what, what, what exactly happened. Now, some believe that when Rick Rock met, met McDonald's, you know, they had only one, one, one really functional, um, functional store. You know, they had other, other stores they were, not doing as well, they were not doing as good, okay? Some believe they had, you know, six. Some believe they had, they had 20, okay? Okay, but this is what happened. Rick Rock got there and, you know, partnered with, the, with, with them to... He offered them, you know, that he would go about and establish McDonald's franchises everywhere. So they allowed him to, to do it and all that. And with his drive, his, his drive, his ability to sell, it took them from that, you know, from the few stores they had, and they went everywhere. Okay? And it got so influential, he bought the company from, he brought McDonald's from the McDonald's brothers, including the name. He bought the company. His name is Ray Croco. He bought the McDonald's franchise. He bought it off the brothers. So he bought it from them for $1.7 million each. That's 3.4 for both of them. That's $1 million each for both of them after tax. And he also now promised them, you know, I think a rate of 1%, you know, per, per sale. I think so. But guess what happened? The brothers did not sign a document on the royalty, they took his word for mouth. They believed him was for about one percent, until today, that no, no percent has been paid. As of 2012, the value of the royalty would have been three hundred million dollars. As of 2012, the value of the royalty of one, of one percent that have come to them should have been three hundred million dollars. But because they did oral agreements, did not sign a document, Ray Kroc not pay them one dime forever. And when you ask you today, who wants, who wants McDonald's? People will remember Ray Kroc. Nobody knows who the founders are. So, what is my point? Talent is never enough. You must be able to have vision, ability to sell the vision, the drive to push through and go global. Otherwise, people that are less talented will come and people serve them because, you know, they get the job done. This is so important. So, one of, you know, one of, um, let me just read out Ray Kroc, some of his um, quotes. He said, luck is a dividend of sweat. Luck is a dividend of sweat. The more you sweat, the luckier you get. And that one, the two most common requirements for success are, first, being in the right place at the right time. Secondly, doing something about it. So there's two, 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 two requirements for success in life, for major success. Being in the right place at the right time. Number two, doing something about it. So you've got to be responsive, you've got to be diligent, you've got to have drive, okay, to do something about it. So the real faith that works, you know, the real faith that gets results is the faith that works and faith that does the right work. Faith that does the right work. So you have to have the vision for the business, you know, have the technical excellence, you know, you know, you know, and all that, the talent. You also have to cover the business end. Good thinking, strategy, structure, processes. All right? How will people buy my product? If they will not buy, don't bother. If people will not, if people will not buy the product, don't bother. 
you know, some, sometimes we can be very, very keen with our, with our ideas, very, very romantic with it. You know, very, uh, just, we just, we just romance the idea. Okay, if no one will pay for it, move to the next thing. All right? So you've got to factor out, how do I get people to pay for my services, to get value for the things I am offering? All right? Good. Awesome. So, if you grow beyond mama and papa shop, you need to learn certain business skills. You must go from being a technical talent to being a visionary business leader. You must go from being a technical talent to being a visionary business leader. Okay? You know, every pharmacy sells drugs, but they are in levels. Some have been in one shop since 1999. Some have opened 20 stores in Lagos in five or 10 years. So you've got to learn, you know, to, you, you must have a desire to go beyond mama and papa shop. You know, it, it, it's not bad to start, with a, start, start your, 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 your retail outfit with just one small shop. But you've got to, see, you've got to be thinking, how can this one, one small store become 20, become, become 200? You've got to have a dream. All right? I want to build on this. 1 Corinthians 9. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27. 1 Corinthians 9, from 24 to 27. It says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run? Do you not know that in a race all the runners run? But only one gets the prize. Run in such a way as to get the prize. 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it for a crown that will last, but we do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. 26. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. 27. No, I strike a blow on my body and make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. This is the point. It says, all runners run, but only one gets the prize. It says, run in such a way to get the prize. Very important. There are rules to life. There are rules to, to success in, in life and in business. Run as one that wants to win. Okay? Run as one that intends to win. What does it take to win in my industry? Learn the required skills. Okay? To succeed in your industry. It's not enough for you to, for you to be in love with your, with your idea and product. The world has to fall in love with your idea and product. You've got to be able to show your world, you know, what, what is so fascinating about your, your product. You've got to help them to see your ideas through your eyes. All right? Your talent matters little if it impresses only you. Your talent matters little if it impresses only you. You've got to learn how to show your world the stuff you your idea or your product is made of. 
is not enough to go to work every Monday to Friday and kill your job. No, you've got to learn how to make that killing of job you are doing to be profitable. People that, 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 that matter, you've got to, to show them. You have to see it. All right? Very, very important. Glory to God. All right, so faith, going forward. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. All right. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 14. Glory to God. Away, Ezekiel. 37, 1 to 14. Now, this is the part where, where God took Ezekiel to the Valley of Dry Bones. Right? See, so the hand of the Lord was on me. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the midst of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. Three, he asked me, Son of man, can these bones leave? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Verse 4, then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter into you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Verse 7, so I prophesied as I was commanded. As I was prophesying, as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Eight, I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy son of man, said to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breath from the four winds, and breathe into the slain, that they may live. Verse 10, so I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath and breath entered into them, and they came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Eleven. Then he said to them, Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone, and we are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. Alright? You know I'm the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you, and you will live. And I will say to you in your own land that you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. Alright. So, yeah. God showed, you know, Ezekiel dry bones, many dry bones, and asked him, can these bones live again? And he said, Lord, only you know, like, 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 like Nigerians do. God, it's only you that can do it, it's easy, you'll let it be done, you know, only you know. And God said, no, it's not only, it's not only me that knows. Prophesy to it. Speak to it, okay? And he spoke, you know, the bones came together, he spoke again, and breath came on it, right? Now you would think that that means that, that when, 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 when Ezekiel wake up the next morning, that Israel will be saved. You think that after that kind of raw vision, that kind of powerful vision, that like in the morning, when Ezekiel will wake up like this, everything will be fine. 
That's not the way, and that's not the way it works when it comes to nation building and enterprise development. Vision sometimes takes time. That you saw it does not mean to happen on Monday morning. There's way it happens on you come to church on Sunday, you feel so wedded and inspired, and my mother, you're wondering, ah, but God said and God said and God said. Okay? Where is it? Where are the things that God said? Okay? When it comes to enterprise development, when it comes to nation building, these things take time. Alright? So we must understand how faith works in this regard. How faith works for you know for things like this when you know when it doesn't happen immediately. So if you're like me, it has happened to you before, you know. That you, 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 have, you have a burning vision. God spoke to you in a dream. You know, he spoke to your heart with impressions. You know, you heard him clearly. You know, he gave you big vision, big dreams. You know, to make it happen in your country, you know, your community, your business. You have big dreams for your work and life. And you said to yourself, you know, that after one year, after, the, after, after one year in this business, I would have blown. You know, I'd have achieved this much. You know, you even look at people ahead of you and say, ah, they don't, know, they don't know what they are doing. See them, after 10 years, this is all they have achieved, you know. Because in your mind, you thought that, you know, with your talent and exposure and skill, when, when you just start your business or your, the project, just boom, you've blown in one year. That, that's what you thought. Okay? And if you now, after the one year, things are not the way you thought they will be. And I'm wondering, God, what happened? Have I failed? All right? You now begin to realize that. <laughs> This thing that people say is a, is a car driving thing. That objects in the mirror may appear closer than they really are. So things are not the way they appear. You were looking through your own mirror, and life is not the way you thought life is, okay? Objects in the mirror may appear closer than they really are. So reality eats you, okay? You have something to realize that it's a long walk to freedom. It's a long walk to freedom. You learn that vision takes time, vision takes effort. And things are not as easy as they look in your head. All right? So, so sometimes, many, many times, people kind of overestimate what they can achieve in the short term. They then underestimate, they underestimate what they can achieve in the long term. I'll say it again. People overestimate what they can achieve in the short term, and they underestimate what they can achieve in the long term. This makes for bad planning and strategy. Again. People tend to overestimate what they can achieve in the short term and then underestimate what they can achieve in the long term. So they think, I will blow tomorrow morning. No. So it makes for poor thinking and planning. So when you, when you realize that you are building for the long term, you build more patiently with more strategy involved. Okay? No, now we are invest of pay stack five, five, five years, a bit, $200 million. It's not the same for everybody. It should not be safe for everybody. Okay, so you have to be we have to we have to be able to see, you know, of course for some it to be so. But some people don't like they will grow steadily, 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 and you become billionaire companies, right? But you've got to, you know, to understand what you are building and build for the long term. You know, someone said, the further you see, the better you can plan. The further you see, the better you can plan. So imagine if Esau, again, back to this guy, Esau guy. Imagine if Esau was thinking about his generation, thinking about what will happen tomorrow. That hunger would not have warranted him to sell bet rights. He was only seeing his need to eat now. Short-term thinking, short-term planning made him compromise a future because he was only thinking of today. So faith requires that you, 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 you build for the long term. 
Alright? This is the way it works in enterprise development. That you go beyond what will happen today. You're same tomorrow. So you don't sell today. You don't, you don't sell tomorrow today. You don't sell tomorrow to feed, to feed today. You know? Oh, when we started, when we started GC, when we started GC, when I was doing the, the planning for started, someone asked me, so what's your plan? And I told them, like, in one year, with 300, that's kind of big, big brag, you know, with the talent at the anointing, with the way to preach, to fire, you know, that in one year, with 300, clinical clinic. <laughs> glory to God. You know, but as you go on, you say, okay, things are not as they look. And success takes time, takes effort, takes planning. All right? Habakkuk 2, 1 to 3. Habakkuk 2, 1 to 3. says, I will stand at my watch, and search myself at, on the ramparts, I will look to see what he will say to me and what I will answer. You know, and what answer I am to give his complaint. Verse 2. Then the Lord replied, Write down the, the, the vision, the, the revelation, and make it plain on tables so that the error may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Says, though it lingers, Wait for it. It will certainly come and it won't delay. So he's saying, yes, you have a vision, right? You have a vision. And the vision, you know, it, it looks like it's taking time. He says, though it lingers, wait for it. Keep walking towards it. It might take a while, it might take years. Keep going for it. Okay, he says, it, it, though it tires, wait for it. It will speak. It will not lie. All right? So you will learn to see that when you are pursuing vision, be the enterprise, that you know it comprises of you know there's inspiration, okay, but manifestation takes time. You have small wins, big wins, lessons, challenges, trying times, miracles, and all that. Okay, that faith doesn't mean you will blow in one year. Grace doesn't mean you will blow in one year. If God will to plan for the long term. Okay, when I got to change, plan for the long term. So, for example, now, you know, our, our elect- we have elections in, um, in, in three years, less than three years right now. Okay, 2023. Well, yeah, less than three years. Now, it would have been better if, if we had planned for 2023, 2015. So, for example, I imagine some parties that came out in 2015 and, and wanted to win and did not win. If they had continued planning and growing, they would have had hope for 2023. But people come out to a year to election, and you want to win Nigeria. And we don't, you know, we don't even know you. We don't know you that much. You want to win in the short term. Maybe they are totally joking. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't, they don't really mean it. Just, just vibes. They don't mean it. Okay? So you have got to learn to plan for the long term. Like if you want to win, you want to win just president in 2027, 2031. Yeah. 2031. What should I be doing now? What should I be doing now to win in 2031? Okay? Vision takes time. Takes time. You see, America's political leaders, many of them, apart from people like Trump that just jumped to presidency, many of them served through the, they served through the ranks. So then when in state senate, you know, they, became, they now came to federal senate, and you know, this, you can see their progression. Because vision takes time. We want to tell people, join a party today. They're like, no, I don't like this. I want a new party. Hmm. Time is going. 
New party has not come. All right? So vision takes time. So remember Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, David, Daniel, Peter, Politici. Even though we all call them giants of faith, their lives were never a fairy tale. Okay? Yes, they, 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 life not, was not all true, fairy tale. They went through the process of time. All right? So we'll see Jacob. That used 14 years to marry his wife of his the wife, the wife of his life, the love of his life. Okay? Vision takes time. Success takes time. All right? So we'll see even Joseph. That Joseph went from big dreams to a pit, to, to slavery, to prison then to the palace. Vision takes time. Success takes time. Now, you know, I'm, it's not, I'm not saying that God took him to the pit. No. Or that God sold him, sold him as, as, as slave to Egypt. No. Now, maybe if he was wiser, maybe if he was wiser, maybe if he were kinder, maybe, maybe there was an easier route, easier route to, to, the, to the palace. But life, life used to happen. People, we make mistakes ourselves. Okay, then we also have, we have the issues of, of general, you know, cause and effects. How, how one person's actions affect another person's actions that can constitute, you know, delays and not all that in the path to, in the path to success. We must realize that you must, you must be able to stand through all that, okay, and pursue and keep going after the things God has put in your hands. Okay, so you cannot, you cannot actually say, that is God that delayed you. No, God did not delay you, okay? God, God, God did not put that. People say it a lot that, you know, God took you through the wilderness. Maybe it's not really God. Maybe it's your foolishness. Yeah. Most times it is, okay? But God, God, God saw all, all, your, all your stupid things, okay? So there's still hope through it, okay? But don't say it is God that is dreaming. Let no man, as Bible says in James 1, let no man say that God is tempting. James 1 Let no man say that God is tempting me, okay? For God tempts no one with evil. Very important, okay? Okay, but it's normal life, normal life experience. The setbacks, you know, the obstacles, the challenges, the mistakes. You know, the things people, other people do that affect our destinies. All right, you know, for example, your parents, when they go to, when they go to, you know, when they go to see you or study abroad, and because they don't have money, you study in, in school in Lagos, they don't have sense, that kind of stuff. Now, people's mistakes can affect your, 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 your speed, right? It happens, right? But, you know, it's just part of being, part of human experience. Okay, this is my point. That you can, you can, with, with all that, still walk in faith and pursue your vision. All right? Okay? So, so sometimes, faith for being enterprising, sometimes it will be bold and daring. Okay? And you also have seasons where it is just, you know, that voice from God that says, that quiet voice that gives you the address and says, you know, my son, I sent you. My daughter, I, I sent you. Keep going. Don't give up. Keep going. So you must understand how to manage both seasons. Seasons of, of daring new things and achieving them. You, dare, you just went for that project. You, you conquered it. Yay! That's good. Sometimes you must just tell yourself, even though, it, even though it, doesn't look the way, it doesn't look so good right now, but I know God sent me. I know I heard God. I know this, 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 this is right. I know I should be doing so and so and so. I know. So I'll just quietly trust God. Alright? So we need, we need both bold faith. And quiet trust to succeed. We need both, both, both faith and quiet trust to succeed. Two things: bold faith, quiet trust. So that there are times in your life where you have bold, daring faith, right? When you feel so pumped, you feel so inspired, you feel so, you feel so graced, you feel like as though the 
the heavens are, are shining right on your head. All right? Those times when you have everything just works. There's of times when it's just a quiet trust that God, I trust you. You know, God, you don't fail me. You're too faithful to fail me. I've seen you walk in my life in the past and I will hold on to you right now. All right? You must know how to do both. I have to say, I'll stand because you sent me. Okay? I'll keep going because you, 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 you nudge me on. Hebrews 6.12. Hebrews 6.12. It says, We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. You see? It says, To imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. You must, you must be able to, you know, stand the test of patience and perseverance. 2 Timothy 1.12. 2 Timothy 1.12. Paul speaking again. This is why I am suffering as I am. Yet, this is no cause for shame. Because I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted into his hands on the last day. Says, you know, yes, this is why I'm suffering. This vision in none. He says, you know, but there's no cause for shame. Why? I know who I have believed. And I am fully persuaded that he, he can, he, that he can keep what I have put in his hands until the last day. There are places in your life where it's just, you know, I know right now it doesn't look like it. But I know whom I have believed. I know what I heard God say. And I am fully persuaded that he's too faithful to fail me. When it looks like you're all alone and there's no way out. It looks dark and, dark, dark and, and grim. You know, it just looks like, God, my life is just there. No. It says, I know what I have believed. I know the words he said to me. I know I heard God. I know, I know he spoke to me. I have an idea of what my future is like. And I'm fully persuaded that he will see me through. He'll walk me through all this. You know, life of purpose can be difficult. Can be lonely. A life of faith can be difficult too. When you, can, when you, can, you can't cut corners because you, you're a child of God. Okay? Yeah. Because with the cost. But you've got to hold on. Alright? So speed will come. Yes. Growth will come too. Don't give up, right? But you must be able to navigate different seasons in your life. It might mean that you have to change your approach once in a while. You might have to do some pivots here, some pivots there. Why don't you figure out, you know, alternative paths, you know, to meet your current welfare needs before your dreams begin to feed you, okay? Whilst you're ensuring you are growing and not giving up your dreams. So, for example, you have a big vision from God, right? But at that particular point in your life, the vision is not paying your bills. And you have bills to pay. You must eat. You must meet your needs. You must have money for Uber to go to church, you know? You must, they, are, they, are, they are basic needs. You must still do fine girl, fine boy. Basic things, right? And at this point in your life, the vision is not bringing in money, but you need money. So it might require that you, or not bringing enough money, it might require that you, you, you find a way to bend your approach a bit, okay, to make, to make, to make, to make for alternative income sources while still working on your ideas and dreams. Okay? Because, again, we said earlier that the journey to, to success is long. 
Okay, you are, you are in for the long term. So you have to build patiently. This is what it means. It means that, you know, because it's long and all that, you cannot afford to, to, to live as though, as though to, today, how do I put it? As though to, as, you know, you can't be short term in your thinking. You have to learn how to, this journey is long. Work, work with the finish. So you have to learn how to, how to plan such that, you know, today is still fine, okay, you are okay, but moving on the path of vision. I hope you get that. That you have to be pragmatic, make adjustments, okay, so that you know you don't die today before vision is fulfilled. Very important. I hope that makes sense. All right. So you have to have a plan. Have a plan that is adaptable, that is flexible, that is adjustable, okay? A plan that you can adapt in different seasons of your life. Faithful enterprise requires planning, strategy operational structure and processes. Faith enterprise is not just I had God, so 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 it is so is so you'll be there. It requires planning, strategy. So you had God say so do so and so and so open so and so business, right? You not just jump and open shop. Just went to buy buy just rent to borrow money from somebody, you rented shop, stock it up, started the business idea. Person will likely fail. Faith and enterprise requires that you do you plan, strategy, operational structure. You know, define your processes. Okay, it means, it means you also have to have data, data, data management skills. How you can you know how you can work to research with your own with your own with your own um, record keeps of your activities to have documented data. The case for decision making. Okay, if you think that God will show you everything in your, in your, in your business, you'll be there forever. That you, you will not plan, you will not think, just pray, and God will show you what to do every time. You'll be there. Because God does not endorse laziness. Okay? God will give you what of knowledge, what you can learn by research. Okay? When you ignore research, I'm praying that God show me, God teach me, He will not answer you. It's not your cause, it is the truth. Okay? Because God requires our partner, partnership of effort and spiritual grace. All right? So plan. Strategize. If the plan is not working, check it. Check it. Why is this plan not working? What can I tweak to make it work? Okay? God would rather brief on your research and help you connect the dots. It will not help you research. Do you understand? It is still you that wake up in the morning and do the work that needs to be done. Okay, it will breathe, it will guide you, it will lead you, it will breathe on what you do, but you've got to be doing it. You've got to learn to sit down and plan. You know, the body of Christ, right, has five ministry offices. Five offices. To show how deliberate God is, we have five ministry offices. It says we have the apostle, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, and prophet. Each has his unique responsibilities, unique, unique gifts, unique, unique talents and responsibilities. So also, for every, for every, for every enterprise, for every, every, every enterprise that work, you have to have, you know, you have to have different, different um, skill sets, different offices. There's the, there's the idea team, there's the product development team, there's the marketing team, there's the finance, there's the sales team. You've got to know how to fill in Every office required for, 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 for your business to succeed. 
So even though it might mean that at the beginning of it all, you are the, you are the financial expert, you are the marketer, you are the, you are the salesperson, you are the, the researcher, the, the product guy, yes, but you must still find time and, you know, way to carry out all those rules that nothing is lacking. So you can say, every, every Monday at 4 p.m., I sit down to do idea generation meeting. You are meeting yourself. It's you and yourself. You are doing meetings. Whenever anybody calls you, I'm not, I'm not available now. I'm in a meeting. But it's a meeting with yourself. It's a, business, it's a board meeting with yourself. Okay? You also have to find time to also sell your products. Not just, some people just walk, 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 walk. No time to sell. That's not what works. You have to find time to sell. In fact, you have to be more of a salesperson. Any small thing you do, sell it hard. You know, when I was, when I was not quite about my, my, my IT, 2009 or so, 2010. This um, governor then, if he paints a school wall, he just painted, he will put a gigantic billboard that says, God's will is done here. I, I just called his name. Because they understand how life works. You sell hard. So whatever, whatever skill you have, whatever, anything you do in your, 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 your business, you've got to learn how to do your required roles, okay? At a generation, product development, financing, you know, accounting, um, marketing, and sales. All right? Awesome. So you have to learn to do, you know, personal meetings, meeting with yourself where you plan your life like your own CEO. All right? So the faith that builds enterprises is patient and strategic. The faith that builds enterprises is patient and strategic. Okay? If you want, if all your life is to get results now, 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 you cannot, you know, build an enterprise. You've got to learn as believers how to interpret, you know, our faith work into everyday success, everyday, um, everyday requirements, everyday challenges. How to use faith to build, to grow, not just to make jumps and breakthroughs. All right? Someone said, if you jump up, you'll fall down. If you grow up, you'll stay up. You have to learn how to build with faith, not just every time. Breakthroughs. You, 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 your life is just, you just want, you want, you want, you want breakthroughs all through. Yes, there'll be breakthroughs, right? But real building of an enterprise, real success in life comes by building. So, knowing this is true, it means, again, as I said on Sunday, you've got to get up every day and be building. See, let me tell you how, how it shows you are building. We are building, for example, imagine that you are building a house. You have, you have all, the, all, the, all, the, all the materials available. You have to break the, the stand. Everything. What do you do? Wake up every morning. Big lights wake up every morning. And they keep building. They don't say, we'll build today and come back in two weeks' time. No, what they do? They keep building. So, wake up every morning and you keep owning your skill. You know, I'm, I'm inspired by Tife and her, and her illustration. How she puts effort you know, into her job. You can see every day this girl is trying to get better at it. What's she doing? She's building. She's building. She's building. But people that, for example, you say you're an artist. You draw today. You draw again three months time. You're not building. You're not building. building. So build. Get up in the morning on your skills. Whatever it takes. On your skill. You have to go and watch YouTube videos and practice. Do so. 
have to do your research online about how to, how to sell, how to, how to make pay for the products. Do so. But if you are building, we will see it every day that you are building. It has to be every day. Someone said, you want to learn a skill? Do it every, every day for 45 minutes every day. 45 minutes every day, do something about that skill. Read about it. Practice every day. Find out what you can achieve in a year, in two, in three. It will surprise you. What other people do, they do, they like break mentality. Read the book today, read it again two weeks' time. So just, you just want to so suddenly just bam, it doesn't work that way. Whatever, whatever, whatever will, will last is built. Alright? So you are praying to go for a job, for a business. You have to be building. You have, you have to be of more value today than you were yesterday. You have to know more in your field, the, the field you, you, are, you are expecting to get a job for. You have to know more, know more about the field today than you knew yesterday. If you are building, we will see you know, we will see progress every day in your skill development. You want a job, and you have faith, faith for enterprise, faith for development, okay, it will show that you are getting better every day at what you do. While waiting for your breakthrough, in quotes, waiting for the job, you've got to be getting better every day. Not just waiting and waiting for the job to come. You have to be more valuable today than you were yesterday. Okay? That's how you build. Can we rise? Just begin to give God thanks. Give God praise. Give God praise. Because He helps us to profit. Because the power, we have the power to get wealth. And we have the grace to put the power to work, you know, by working it. We have the wisdom required, we have the excellent spirit, the diligence to put to, to, put to work the grace God has put in our hands. We are hard working people. We are smart thinkers. We are wise. Okay, we do the right things. We just sit and stay waiting for change. We make change happen. In the name of Jesus. Then God, because this series you are listening to, you put it to work. You put it to work. You put it to work. You are a doer of the word. You are a doer of the word. You are a doer of the word. In the name of Jesus, you are a doer of the word. We put these things to work. We put these graces to work. In the name of Jesus, we have the wisdom, the wisdom, with the wisdom, the tenacity, you know, the, the right mental attitude, you know, to put faith, to put faith, you know, to work and grow our enterprises. In the name of Jesus, our hands hold firm on things that matter. We are diligent. We are hardworking. We know we, 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 we do the right thing. We, t- we take action. In the name of Jesus, we take action. We take action. We are diligent people. As we hear God's voice, as it leads us, we take action. We are responsible. We are responsible. We take action. We do the research required. We study hard. We are diligent. In the name of Jesus. As a church this, this, this evening, receive grace. 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 
the right attitude, excellence, kabradasha, strategy, creative thinking. We do our part. We lay hold of God's grace and God's grace in our life gets results in the name of Jesus. Please, we need to, 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 to renew our minds to, 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 to be more efficient as our children in the marketplace. We receive in the name, we receive wisdom. We receive wisdom. We are led to the right content, the right books. You know, we, 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 we just know what to do to renew our minds for, for more profitability, you know, for more influence in, in, in our secular world in the name of Jesus. Which are, which are saying that indeed saviors are, are, are rising and we are, you know, we are raising, you know, and we, we, we lead, we influence our world for you. We solve problems. We solve problems. We solve problems. We solve big problems in the name of Jesus. Esusa inaika inaika pradia kaste melizo progolodo bogosa lika pregedisi kiadaga masada gaya. As we pray, we get to walk. As we pray, we get to walk. We don't just pray and sit down. No, as we pray, we get to walk. As we pray. We get to work. We stop waiting for, for, for breakthroughs. We make miracles happen. We stop waiting right there. No, we go after these things. We pursue. We are people of vision. We are people of... We run with vision. We run with vision. We don't sit there with vision. We get up and we run with it. We, we do everything possible. You know, we do everything. We do our bits in the name of Jesus. We are driven. We are motivated. We are inspired. In the name of Jesus, we have persevered. We have, we have the, 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 the patience required to build for the long term. In the name of Jesus, Lika Priata Gasa, that we need to carry ourselves as kings and priests. That's so why we reign on the earth. Because kings, kings, kings don't, kings don't lazy about. Kings, you know, kings don't, 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 don't suffer in, in, in poverty. So we need to work hard, doing our part to rise, to live the kingly life. In the name of Jesus, Bracket Soto Procodo Gosa, Mekiada Gasa, Ika Priada Gasa, Elecoso to Pele de Gedia, Inamashtia la Dagasa, Pele de Ledo, receive your help this morning, this evening. Receive your help this evening. Break a lika zopra cardigas, Ipelia la Dagasa, Mekoso to Copecadios, Lia Pracadise, Ike Procodosa, Masita Lia Dagaya. The Lord will look back at. And when we look at our, at our lives, we'll say, yes, we're, we're productive. With your grace and help, we're productive. We solve problems. In the name of Jesus. We're not slothful. We are diligent. We are diligent. We get results in everywhere. You know, yes, the sick is healed. Yes, the dead is raised. Yeah, we, yes, we hear and we see. Yes, also, we solve practical problems. We are all around excellent leaders. In the name of Jesus, we grow the things you have put in our hands. 
We grow them. We grow them. We grow them. We grow them. Because you want says we shall be the head and not the tail. Yes, so we are head people. We are we are head material. We are for the for the top. We are excellent. We go for the top. We are the best at what we do. Because why? Your grace and our you know our, our effort. No, in partnering with your grace in the name of Jesus, Libro Godot, as Lord, as you will, as, as, as it's just to will, we also do in the name of Jesus. We are people of a people of excellence, a people of praise, Masika Libre Gete Gediosa, in the name of Jesus, Libra Gadia, we had all round results in the name of Jesus. Capra Galitibidiosa, Leco Zoto Cope Gediosa, thank you, Lord, Capra the Gashi Giasata, Ilepre Gediata Gasa. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. That person listening right now, and you don't have to work with God. I will say it profits a man nothing if he gains the entire world but loses his soul. There's nothing more, more valuable than your soul. There's nothing more valuable than a work with God. If, you know, if whatever you do, your life is always better with God, always better with the spirit within you to lead you, to guide you, to give you peace. Even, even, even in the turmoil of the world around us. You need Christ in your life. You need him to walk with you through this journey. You need the peace he offers. You need the hope of eternal life. You need, you need, you need his, his eternal life. You need that hope, you know, that, that, that assurance of making it to heaven when your time on earth is done. It's pretty simple. All, my, all, my, all men sin, you know, in Adam. And yes, we all sin, we all sin you know, on our own also. Yes, we also well have sinned, okay? And Christ paid the price for our sin. Everything which of sin is death. But Christ paid the price for our sin. So that we don't have to pay it any longer. Christ who also, you know, the Son of God who is God, paid the price for our sin. So God himself paid the price for our sin. So all we need to be saved right now is to accept his free offer of salvation. He has paid the price for sin in his death. Okay, he didn't only die, he was buried. He was totally buried. He rose up again. And he rose up again. He was a brand new life. So whatever believes in right now, whoever, whoever puts their faith in him, you know, as a brand new slate, your record of sin is cleansed off, okay? And you, you know, you, you have his life at work in you. This, this is you. You want to get born again? Just say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This, after this evening, I come before you a sinner, okay? I believe that, yes, you have paid the price for my sin in your death. You know, you are buried and you rose up again to give me a brand new life. Today, I receive this brand new life you have to offer. I receive this offer. I thank you for it. Today, I declare I'm a new man in you, in Christ. I am born again. I declare you as the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You have said that prayer. You are born again. It's that easy. All right? So, help us to, to help you in this journey. Send us a mail. You know, info at thisgreenchurch.org. Info at thisgreenchurch.org. Info at thisgreenchurch.org. So we can be in touch with you and help you understand this journey you have gotten on. To make the best of your Christian life. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.